Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, March 19th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we're going to take a step back and assess where Joe Biden's White House is and lay out their plans for the summer. Number two, tensions are rising between the U.S. and China. And number three, immigration reform is making some progress in the House. All right, Jake, let's go to the number one story of the day. We lay this out uh, in quite a bit of detail in Punchable News AM, but basically looking at Joe Biden's White House, big success, obviously, with the $1.9 trillion COVID relief plan. They were able to muscle it through in very short order, but the challenges ahead and how they are looking at what they're going to be doing next. Are, it, it's a totally different strategy. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, listen, let's talk about where they where they were and where they're where they're um, where they're going, where they've been, all those things. Where they all were. Those I mean, things, listen, it's a traveling story. <laughs> this is a yeah. When there are a lot of movement in this story. So, listen, they spent the first quarter of this year, as you and I have talked about incessantly, trying to get through this big, massive COVID relief bill through. Um, through Congress, through through the House and Senate, they believed everything in the bill was was um, was necessary, and they broke some China and and broke and twisted some arms and got it through just on Democratic votes. So that's just what they did. I mean, you could like it, you could not like it. Uh, Republicans don't like it. Uh, Democrats do, and and that's where they are. So that this what they're planning on doing is they're trying to get some um, bipartisan bills on infrastructure so they're going to lay let me put it this way they're going to lay out their infrastructure bill at some point in the near future then they're going to work to get some bipartisan stuff across the floor small ball small bore stuff and um uh and then some of those things will get 60 some of them won't i would imagine 60 votes in the senate you're talking about so basically big package they're going to lay out but then actually try to pack pass smaller things Exactly. Maybe they're going to lay off it a little bit, right? I mean, maybe they're going to, um, you know, they're going to work on some re- research and development bills, things that are that could get sixty votes in the Senate. Then they are going to in the in the fall come back to the big package. And listen, this actually is something that's not getting a lot of attention, but um, would be uh, uh, interesting to t- to think about and take a look at. So the. Uh, government funding, debt ceiling, and the highway bill all come due around September. So there's going to be, unless something gets crazy, there's going to be a big, big bill in September. So, um, Anna, if you have any plans for September, I I suggest you cancel them right now. Um, uh, And I'm going to do the same. So, you know, that's, I think that's how you you should look at it. And and some of those bipartisan bills... um, are pretty are pretty bipartisan <laughs> you know they have bipartisan support now but you know i would say this uh, the um we're moving into a phase of legislating and this is going to be odd for a lot of people because we've been it feels like and i've say this a lot it feels like we've been watching animal planet for the last 4 years because it was just people attacking people and and we're all the animals in this in this in this equation <laughs> um and and i just think that we're going to get into kind of nitty gritty legislating, which is sometimes boring. Well, it's, I would it say it takes it's, a long time. It's less boring. It's certainly it can... not boring to us, Anna, but I would say 
Well, I'm just saying it's not, it's not, this isn't it's not politics sexy. is theater or politics is pop culture. This is actually kind of figuring out how to do things. And so for people that are used to kind of slapdash, you know, policymaking, that's not what this is going to be. And so the thing I would just say, I want to zoom out on this is it's an interesting strategy because it sets them up for a kind of a two-pronged approach, right? They have the big package, they lay out what they want, but then they're able to kind of piecemeal do some different things. There's going to be certainly legislation, as you mentioned, not going to make it into the Senate that might fall off. They, and they'll be able to kind of cobble together potentially a couple of different bites at the apple here. But to your broader point, which I think is a really smart one, is this concept of September being, uh, you know, a, a market forcing, forcing mechanism, right? Congress has to act. And when they have to act on things like the debt ceiling and, you know, things like that, then all of a sudden it's a real it can be a very good environment for deal making. I think that's right. I think also um you know we're used to these legislative pileups in September Anna, right? Like these are these are normal. Um and it just means that there's going to be uh, you know, I'm a big fish fan, so it's like a jam it's like a jam that has a lot of build up and September is the crescendo. That's a great place to end it. I mean, really. All right, the number two story of the day. Tony Blinken clashing with Chinese officials in Anchorage. I am by no means an expert on foreign policy, but it is notable that this relationship is really starting on a pretty rocky note. Yeah, you should read, if you're not, if you haven't yet, you should read our our, our edition this morning in uh, online or an email at punchbowl.news. You should subscribe also. Just if only to see this video uh, of Blinken and the top Chinese diplomat kind of go at it. I mean, it's it's very interesting to watch. It's a very, you know, even if you're not a foreign policy nerd uh, and neither of us are, I I enjoy reading about it as a as a hobby. But there are people who kind of make their bones in this in D.C. And and they just went after each other and. and it was interesting because the top Chinese diplomat is no um, f- is no stranger to America. He is a um, former Chinese ambassador to the U.S. He speaks fluent English. I believe he was educated in England. So he's somebody who understands both uh, American politics, American foreign policy, and obviously Chinese foreign policy quite well. Um, so not only did he – was he uh, – obviously there in person, but he understands the nuances of what Tony Blinken is saying in a way that perhaps, you know, somebody who hadn't served in the United States might not. So this is, I mean, these are two obviously top notch foreign policy thinkers who are going at it in in what has become one of the most um, tense and important relationships in, in global politics. All right, and let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Democrats get a bipartisan immigration vote in the House. We have laid out on this podcast, in the newsletter, how far apart Republicans and Democrats are on the broader issue of immigration reform. But this is really the first step. Yeah, I I would say progress, but no progress. I'd put a little bit of a caveat on it. Um, Here's why. So the the a farm worker bill passed with a wide bipartisan support. I think thirty Republicans voted for it, and um, the Dream Act passed with nine. 
So, you know, what what do we make of this? So we make of this this, that number one, these two bills, narrow, pretty narrow bills, got bipartisan support in the House. They probably have a bipartisan majority in the Senate, too. The Senate, that's not the game. 60 is the game. So, yes, majority support. No, probably not going to become law. We've been skeptical of a broad-based immigration reform um, in uh, in 2021 or 2022. And I think this just gives us, you know, it, it's interesting to see, but I don't think we could take a ton more away from it. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great weekend and stay safe.